What's up, guys? Welcome to the All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. And hope you're having a good day, evening, night, whenever it is that you are listening to this. This is episode number nine. And today we're going to talk about the NBA. I know it's been a little bit since we dropped in or since I dropped an episode. So I'm bringing to you episode today and we're going to talk about nothing but the NBA. I'll get to all the other sports later in the week. Um, but you guys know I like to bring you just a, a short episode on nothing but the NBA right now because there's a lot to cover. But today I won't be long. Just a few topics that I wanted to talk about and cover and give you my thoughts and analysis and all that on. So without further ado, all things sports podcast episode number nine, the NBA. Here we go. So Let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Um, if you guys heard my other uh, episode a few weeks back, I talked about how Steve Nash wasn't the right fit for them. And Steve Nash has officially been fired from the job and Jock Vaughn has taken over as the interim head coach. Um, there were talks about um, them hiring Ime Udoka, which I think would be the wrong move. Um, I think Ime is an incredible coach. I believe Ime did an outstanding job with the Boston Celtics. But the thing about Ime is there's a lot going on right now with the allegations that's against him. Um, I haven't, I'm not sure if they, you know, I think they came out and said that it was consensual between him and the worker, but there's also been some other things, some other comments that he made towards other women. So I don't know where all that stands, um, you know, with the league and legally on that. I'm not sure. It may be over. I'm not sure where all that stands, but I do know that he's been suspended for the team for a year. So to me, it wouldn't be a good look that if he got suspended from the Boston Celtics for a year for doing, you know, violating, you know, team policies that the Nets just go ahead and bring him in so he can start back coaching again. Um, I don't think it's a good look. I think he may should serve that one-year suspension. I do think he may should coach again in the NBA because I believe everybody deserves a second chance. I believe everybody deserves redemption. But I do believe that he needs to serve this one-year suspension, and whatever happens after that happens. If the Celtics bring him back, they bring him back, which I do not see happening. I don't see how they can bring him back with everything that went on, allegedly. Um, and then I, I think I can see him coaching somewhere else, maybe uh, maybe you know, after, in a couple of years becoming a head coach, maybe next year becoming a head coach for somebody. But to bring him to the Brooklyn Nets right now while he's in the middle of a suspension uh, with the Boston Celtics, I don't think that's the right move. I think I would strongly urge them not to do it um, and maybe look at Mark Jackson, maybe look at uh, someone like Quinn Snyder. I believe that they can be uh, the right fit for this team. I believe that they are the right fit for this team uh, and maybe look somewhere else. I'm not sure, but I would love, I don't get it with Mark Jackson. I would love for Mark Jackson to be a coach again. I think Mark Jackson did a phenomenal job with the Golden State Warriors. Obviously there's nothing bad that you can say about Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr did a phenomenal job with the Warriors, as you can see, built them into a dynasty. But Mark Jackson laid the foundation. So I, I would love to see Mark Jackson uh, land another job in the NBA. Because to me, he deserves that. So moving on, um, the Kyrie situation. Uh, man, if y'all ain't kept up with the Kyrie Irving situation, um, it, it, a couple weeks ago, Kyrie shared a movie or shared a link to a movie on Amazon um, that talked about 
different things in the world to uh, different religions uh or different beliefs excuse me not religions different beliefs and and part of that link it talked about uh jews and it talked about different things well that's just something Kyrie believes that's something that he's been studying he's been deep into um and he it and in that link it has some anti-semitic uh what's the word i'm trying to look for it has some anti-semitic comments uh being one of them was the holocaust wasn't real uh that was one of them that was said in that link or in link to that movie and also said some other things so here, here's where i stand on it i'm not going to dig too deep in it or try to debate you know with people about what's going on. i'm not it's not what i'm here to do but what i will say is you know the Kyrie, long story short ended up getting suspended for it um for not apologizing you know he came out and said that he can't be anti-semitic that he's not which i do believe he's not Kyrie, if you follow Kyrie over the years Kyrie, is a stand-up person Kyrie's a very smart person he may have some different beliefs than everybody and he may go about his thinking or his ways differently than everybody but i do believe that Kyrie irvin is a good person and I just believe that, you know, when you're in the position that he's in, everything is put under a microscope. And you have to understand that. You have to understand that everything that you do, everything that you say is put under a microscope. Everything that you share is put under a microscope. Is it right? Should it be that way? Probably not. But you being in that position, that's just what it is, right? And so he never, you know, apologized for some of the things that were said in the Amazon link and so for that, the Brooklyn Nets suspended him. Um, Adam Silver actually said that he wanted to speak to him as well. The Brooklyn Nets suspended him. They gave him a bunch of steps that he had to complete to get back to the team. Just a few of them was he had to apologize, publicly apologize, apologize uh, on social media to the media, whatever it is. Had to donate 500K to a charity of uh, that, uh, a Jewish charity. He had to also uh, take two different courses on anti-Semitic and Jewish culture. I believe he had to also uh, meet with Adam Silver, also meet with Josiah, the Nets owner. And this is where I stand on that. I believe that was too much. Um, I don't believe that Kyrie deserved to have to go through all of that. Should he have? Should he have made an apology? Absolutely. I do believe that he should apologize because there were some things said in there that could be hurtful to different. Uh, religions or different people that believe in that or that practice that I do believe that he should um, I, I do believe that he should apologize not for what he believes you got to hear me here not for what he believes but for what was said in there towards other towards Jews he should have or not even just Jews but other other people that believes you know what they believe he shouldn't have he should have apologized for that um, not for himself but for that reason uh, simply just came out and said hey I'm sorry that it had it in this in this movie. I apologize for what was posted. I apologize if I offended anyone. Um, but that's not what I believe. That's literally all he had to say. And I, I think it would have been over with. But we know Kyrie. Part of Kyrie's greatness is that he's stubborn. That's probably what got him to where he is. You know, being stubborn, but he's stubborn. And he believes what he believes. And I respect that. But also, on the other hand, if it offended some people I, and you be in that position that you're in, I do believe that he should have apologized to whoever it was and just said sorry and move on. Um, 
I've seen so much stuff going around. Like, why ain't the movie, why ain't the link taken down? Why ain't other players backing him, et cetera? Um, I do, you know, and you look at these other players and, you know, they can't give up what they built for that. I mean, that's just being honest, right? Um, they may believe that, but maybe they're choosing not to comment. I don't think that's showing a lack of support because they're not commenting. LeBron James said that he don't stand with, you know, hate or whatnot. That don't mean he don't support them. He's just not standing with what was said in that movie. So I think there's a lot to break down into it. There's a lot that you can talk about. But the but the big picture for me is, is I don't think Kyrie deserves to have to go through all the steps to get back. I do think that was a little overboard. I think the media was pushing him as they always have, was poking at him, pushing him. Uh, but I don't believe he deserves to do all that. Do I think he needed to bring an apology? Absolutely. I think he did need to say sorry for some of the stuff that was said in there. But do I think that he had to go through all of this? And the suspension was a minimum five games. And the wording, the wording that they used, they said that Kyrie was unfit to be a part of the Brooklyn Nets organization. I just don't, I just don't agree with it. But again, uh, hopefully Kyrie gets reinstated. Hopefully all that gets worked out. Hopefully Kyrie can continue playing, but I do have a, I don't want to call it, I don't even want to call it a hot take. I just think the NBA don't want Kyrie in it no more. I really do. I mean, if you look at some of the stuff that's happened over the last few years, some of the choices that he's made, I don't agree with all the choices that he's made, but it's made Kyrie to be out to be this bad guy. I really think the NBA wants him out of the league. Um, we shall see. I hope he continues to play this year. I hope he lands a job next year, but it just looks like the NBA is like, we don't want this guy. But I hope that don't happen. And I hope he continues to play. And I hope we continue to see some greatness from Kyrie Irving. Moving on, um, Ben Simmons, man. Ben Simmons, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Um, he hurt again, had a knee injury. He returned uh, last night uh, to play the Mavericks. A game they ended up losing by two. I think he ended up finishing with like two points, two assists, three rebounds in 16 minutes. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. I, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. I don't know if it's still mental. I don't know what happened. He fell. It's like this dude just fell and forgot how to play basketball. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, did not play well last night. Did not play the previous three games. Uh, Brooklyn actually won, I think it was, two or three in a row. Um, I got a chance to go watch Brooklyn and Charlotte uh, over this past weekend on that Saturday night. And let me tell y'all something, man. Kevin Durant, his pregame workout is unreal. Uh, some of the shots he makes. I watched him for a stretch there of three minutes. I don't think he missed a single shot. Uh, dude's just great, man. And he's been playing phenomenal for them. But back to Ben Simmons, I, I don't know what's wrong with Ben Simmons. I think the Nets may need to look at maybe trying to trade him. Um, I want it to work. It's the perfect situation for it to work. You got Kevin Durant who can spot up and shoot when he don't have it. He can play off the ball. You have Seth Curry who's a knockdown shooter. You have Joe Harris who's a knockdown shooter. You have Patty Mills who's a knockdown shooter. You have shooters surrounded. Kyrie Irving, when he does get reinstated, you have people that can knock down shots all around him. Ben Simmons should average 12 or 13 assists a game. He should be averaging 10, 12, and 10. I mean, 10 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, really. I mean, that's really what he should be averaging. He's he, he's that type capable of a player. But for some reason, he just can't seem to get right. He cannot seem to get out of his own head. It seems like he don't even want to be aggressive. I'm not sure what's going on with him. I hope he can figure it out because Ben Simmons is one of my favorite players to watch simply because he does everything else. Does he Does he shoot well? No, he doesn't shoot well. We've learned that by now. I think people need to lay off on him talking about he needs to shoot. That's just not what he does, all right? Maybe one day he'll start to get to eventually hit a 
jumper or two, but Ben Simmons just don't shoot. But he defends. He was an elite defender when healthy. And when it's mine, right, he's an elite defender, an elite passer, an elite playmaker, an elite rebounder. I mean, that's what he does. He attacks the whole great. I mean, I just I don't understand what's going on with him. Hopefully he can get back right. But moving on, KD's having a great year so far. Um, they're four and six right now, led by KD, shoot with averages of 31 points a game, which is fifth in the league. Six rebounds, 4.7 assists on 52% shooting from the field. So KD's having an amazing year. Probably by the end of the year, we'll end up top 10 all-time scorer. He's moving up the charts fast. So we'll see what con- what continues to happen over the la- uh, later part of the year. But the Nets, I do believe they'll make the playoffs, but I had them as a serious contender, but I'm, I'm not sure. They have a lot going on, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. Moving on, um, let's move to the Los Angeles Lakers for a minute. Um Lakers are sitting at a 2-8 and eight record right now, so they're not playing well. LeBron James missed his first game uh, last night as they played the Utah Jazz. Um, he missed his first game. I think he's been dealing with some sickness and a foot a foot uh, soreness or a foot injury, so he missed that game last night. But let's talk about Russell Westbrook real quick. Russell Westbrook has accepted this six-man role, and, guys, he has been playing well. I mean – Outside of last night, let me give you his last three games outside of last night. 18 points a game, eight rebounds, three assists versus the T-Wolves, which ended up being a loss. 18 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists versus the Nuggets, which ended up being a win. 26 points, three rebounds, six assists, two steals versus the Jazz, uh, which ended up being a loss. And then last night, then last night, they ended up playing the Jazz again. And I want to give you guys his stats from last night. He played well again last night. Um, off the bench. Westbrook has fully accepted um, he has fully accepted this role off the bench and he has looked great. Um, last night again against the Jazz um, let's see. Let's go back to the Cavs the last two. So against the Cavs let's see looking it up here guys. Give me one second. Against the Cavs he had 19 points, 10 assists, three rebounds, three of five from three in 32 minutes. So he had an efficient game then. And then last night against the Jazz, he led the team. He well, he didn't lead the team. He was second in scoring with 22 points, five assists, three rebounds, two of three from three, eight of 14 from the field. Westbrook has been playing phenomenal off the bench. Looks like he's got his joy for the game back, making flashy passes. Uh, doing the shimmy after he doing layups and when he did that against Jamal Murray. Russ looks like he's having a phenomenal time. And I'll be honest with y'all, I'm glad to see it. <laughs> I'm glad to see that man back having a good time because that's who Russ is, an exciting player um, who plays the game with joy and with passion. I'm glad to see him back. AD still looks, he's been playing well, but man, it's just AD's battling that back. Sometimes you can see him, he'll go up. And, and hit a shot or dunk or do something and kind of grimace with that back. He just, I feel bad for AD, man. I don't understand what happened uh, with AD. He went from being the next, like, great thing, MVP, to just injury-prone, what's wrong with AD. It seems like that's all we talk about now is what's wrong with AD. I, I honestly don't know. Um, he just seems like he's hurt again with the back. But he's been pushing through and been playing well. Had 29 points last night. Uh, AD is a problem. When AD is locked in and healthy and not hurt, he's a problem. He's still a problem to deal with. And he's only 20, I think 28 or 29 years old, guys. So he's still a young guy. And I believe can still, I picked him to win Defensive Player of the Year. 
I believe he has that in him. I believe I believe he has an MVP in him. He just has to stay healthy and locked in. Um, so hopefully AD can continue to, you know, can get healthy <laughs> and continue to play great. But I like what I'm seeing from Russ. Um, I'm not worried about LeBron. This may be kind of like one of them maintenance things, 20 years in the league, sore foot, you know, trying to play the long game with him They because they need him. I mean, they're sitting at two and eight. They need him down the stretch to get better. Um, but with all that being said, I still think they should make, I still think they should trade Westbrook. <laughs> I know you may be like, what? He's playing well off the bench. He's doing great. I still think they should trade him. I think they should trade him. Um, I believe that they should trade him to still get more shooting around and maybe get that Indiana deal to get Buddy, to get Mouse Turner, the San Antonio deal to get uh, Jacopoto, uh, Josh Richardson. Um, I saw a deal to get Terry Rozier there. I still think they need more shooting surrounding uh, LeBron AD. Um, I still think they should trade Westbrook. It's not that I want Westbrook to be gone. I just think it's better for the team. Um, the joy that he has has been great. He's been producing. It's just not producing any of the wins. So I just think they need to surround that team with more shooting. Or the Lakers may be playing the long game. They may wait to the end of the year where Russell Westbrook's contract comes off the books. They'll have a max slot open and a few more slots to fill, and maybe they can retool then. But we'll, we'll find out. But I just think that right now, I think the best thing for them, I, I believe, is to trade Westbrook and get more shooting around him if anybody would take him. Moving on, the Cleveland Cavaliers off to an 8-2 start. Um, I wasn't sure about the Donovan Mitchell trade, but, man, it has panned out to be phenomenal. Donovan Mitchell is averaging 31.2 points per game, which is fourth in the league. Four point, that would be a career high for him right now. 4.1 rebounds, 6.0 assists. Uh, before, before the loss last night to the Clippers, they had won eight in a row. This team was rolling. They won a lot of them games without their, uh, Darius Garland, their outstanding all-star point guard. So I think that that backcourt is going to be one of the best backcourts in the league for a long time with Garland and Donovan Mitchell. They play great defense. They're coached well by J.B. Bickerstaff. They got good vets on the team with uh, Kevin Love. Uh, Ricky Rubio It will be back as a backup point guard off the bench. Karis LeVert is there getting buckets. Um, I got uh, Jetty, or what is his name, Jetty Osmond. Uh, I think that as a vet, he's been there for a long time. He provides some good uh, minutes. I haven't seen Isaac Okuro, Okuro play yet. I'm not sure if he's falling out the rotation or uh, what, but I have to check on that. But I think they have a very good team, and this team's going to be there at the end, man. I, I didn't pick them to be high, to finish high in my power rankings, but the Cavs are going to be a problem. And I think that I think that they're playing well. They're going to do nothing but get better. J.B. Bickerstaff is the early coach of the year uh, right now. Uh, it's too early to pick that, but I do think this Cleveland Cavaliers team is exciting. They're young. They have length. They have shooting. They have athleticism. They play defense. They coach well. I mean, it's, it's it's great all down the board. So happy for them. Hope they continue to play well. Moving on to the Bucks. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, man, up until last night were not undefeated, uh, but they ended up losing last night to the Atlanta Hawks, who played a very good game without Trey Young. They were led by DeJounte Murray, who had 25 points. But up until last night, they were the last undefeated team, uh, sitting at 9-1. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo looks like he's in midseason form already. Looks like he's poised to make another finals run, uh, MVP run, finals MVP. He just looks great so far. Averaging 31.8 points per game, which is third in the league. 12.2 uh, rebounds, third in the league, and 5.3 assists. So, 31, 12, and 5. That's unreal, man. Uh, playing great basketball. And also doing this without Chris Middleton. Uh, Chris Middleton's still been out with that knee injury. 
He's been out the whole year, hasn't played a single game yet. So just imagine when they get him back. Uh, the Bucks play great defense, uh, anchored by Brooke Lopez and Giannis and Drew Holiday. I mean, those are three of the best defenders in the league right there. Um, have a good bench with uh, Bobby Portis coming off uh, coming off the bench along with Pat Connaughton, who still ain't played yet. But when he comes back, he's great for that team, for that system. Uh, they Serge Ibaka hadn't played yet. I'm not sure if it's due to injury, but – when he gets back, that's another that's another defender. So this team is ready to make another run. Uh, once they get Chris Middleton back, it's going to be hard to beat them. So we're going to take a short break real quick. And when we get back, I'll talk about the rest of uh, just some key highlights. And then I'm going to give you my first uh, All Things Sports NBA Power Rankings and MVP Rankings. So we'll be right back. All Things Sports Podcast NBA episode. Uh, this is episode nine with your guy, JR. We'll be right back. All right, guys, moving on. The Warriors, uh, the defending champs, struggling, struggling out the gate, uh, sitting at four and seven to start the season. Um, the previous road trip that they just came off of, 0-6 on the road off this road trip. So they are not playing well. Um, everybody had been playing well. The only person that's playing well has been that man, Chef Curry. Stephen Curry has been phenomenal uh, to start the season. Uh, with averages of 32.6 points a game, which is second in the league. Seven rebounds, career highs thus far, 6.8 assists, and leads the team in every category. Um, just, and maybe after the game last night, somebody jumped him in rebounds. But up until last night, he was leading the team in every major category. Minutes, points, rebounds, and assists, steals. I mean, you name it, he was leading them in everything. Um, but this team, and last night, he put on a show, 47 points, eight rebounds, nine assists against the Kings that they barely won. But I'll be honest with you guys, the problem with this team is defense. It ain't offense. They're probably the best offensive team in the league right now, score-wise, stat-wise. But th- their problem is defense. They can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody at all. Um, their defense have been horrendous. Um, the loss of Gary Payton Jr. has been uh, – it has been felt, trust me, Um they need something because this defense has not been great. And if they're going to if they're going to repeat as champs, they've got to get this defense back to where it needs to be, an elite-level defense. Uh, Draymond Green hasn't been the same Draymond. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if it's just production going down as he's getting older, but he hasn't been the same. Clay Thompson is still trying to find his uh, groove hasn't been consistent. Uh, 27, 25 one night, 15 to 12 the next night. He just can't seem to find any consistency. Andrew Wiggins has played well. Jordan Poole has played well. Um, but the biggest thing, too, they're not getting a lot out of the young guys. Uh, Kaminga's not playing consistently. James Wiseman's not playing consistently. Uh, Jermichael Green didn't play last night. Uh, they've been without Dante DiVincenzo due to a hamstring injury. So, Iguodala hasn't played this year, but I don't expect Iguodala to give him much. So the young guys with Kaminga and Wiseman, who everybody talked about has so much promise and they just haven't played well. I said it a long time ago before I started the podcast that I thought they should have traded James Wiseman. I don't think he fits that team. I just don't. I don't think he fits the team nor system. Um, I thought they should have traded him for more uh, pieces that actually fits that team. Um, and I'm starting to still stand by that. I don't think James Wiseman fits his team. Um, I think he needs to be somewhere else where he can uh, thrive and, and and play more. But I'm not sure what's going on. 
but I do think that he don't fit the scheme that his team wants to do. He's not a great passing big man yet. Um, he's a, definitely a lob threat, definitely can block shots, can step out, hit the occasional three every now and then, but I just don't think he fits his team right now. I really don't. So they may want to explore trading him. I know they picked up his option, so they probably won't. They picked up his option and Kamingas and Moody's. So I do like Moody. I do think Moses Moody needs to play a little more. Um, to be a second-year guy, he is very – or maybe third-year. But to be a second- or third-year guy, man, he, he already seems like a vet, uh, very professional. Comes in, plays defense, hits shots, uh, you know, makes the right play. So I think Moody needs to play a little more. A pool may need to get a little more minutes uh, and maybe need to do something with the starting lineup. I'm not sure. But I know right now their defense is not where it needs to be. And they're struggling out the gate, sitting at four and seven. Now, like I told y'all uh, a while back, I ain't worried about Clay. Clay will find his rhythm. Clay will get going. I, they really need Draymond to get going um, defensively and offensively. And I think, y'all know me, I'm not worried about Golden State. They're going to be there. They're going to make the playoffs. Do I think they're going to win the championship? I don't know. I didn't pick them. I picked the Clippers to win it, but I'm not sure if they can repeat. But I do think they'll be okay. They'll make the playoffs. But right now, I guess you got to start to worry a little bit if you're a Warriors fan. Uh, the defense just isn't where it needs to be, so maybe they can step up. But Steph Curry has been phenomenal. In talks about the Clippers, um, Kawhi Leonard has already missed multiple games this year. Kawhi Leonard has already, I think he's in a stretch where he's missed his sixth or seventh straight game. Uh, this guy, I don't think you can no longer consider Kawhi Leonard a superstar. I think that's over with. Kawhi Leonard can no longer be considered a superstar. To me, it doesn't look like he has the drive to even want to play. You saw different reports that said that the Clippers were holding him out. I saw different reports that said that he was frustrated, that he wasn't playing, that he has this degenerative, degenerative quad uh, injury that's affecting his quad, then the knee soreness. I, you see all this stuff. I don't know what's wrong with him, but I don't think there's no drive from him to even want to play. That's kind of where I sit at. I don't think this man has a drive to play, has a drive to want to uh, go out there and dominate. I just really think he don't have it. So whatever it is, if it's a serious injury, um, hopefully he can recover and get better. But from everything I see, they're worried about his quad. They're worried about, you know, the knee soreness that he felt. And they're trying to keep him from the long, the long game. But here's my thing. He has to play some this year. He has to build chemistry with this team. PG has been back and PG has been phenomenal. Paul George has been on a tear, had a great game last night that propelled them to a win against the Cavs. But Kawhi Leonard, to me, we can no longer consider him a superstar. We just can't because he don't play. He don't play enough. He misses games, whether that be the injury, whether that be he don't want to play, whatever that is, Kawhi Leonard is no longer a superstar. He doesn't want to play. So if Kawhi Leonard does not play and if Kawhi Leonard does not stay healthy, the Clippers will not win the championship like I predicted, and this team will get bounced early in the playoffs. So he needs to play. He needs to step up and be uh, the, the quote-unquote superstar that I don't consider him to be one no more. But he needs to be the star that they need him to be. Um, he needs to come in. He needs to play. He needs to play great, build some chemistry. John Wall, man, I'm excited for John Wall. John Wall has been great for them so far. I hope that John Wall continues to play well. Him and Reggie Jackson been splitting minutes. They've been playing well at the point guard position. I hope John Wall continues to play well, continues to stay healthy because I – I want to see that man bounce back. He's been through so much uh, over the last few years. I don't know if you all kind of kept up with his story, but he's been through a lot. So I hope that man continues to play well. Uh, early season surprises real quick before we uh, I give you my power rankings and I give you the MVP rankings. Early season surprises. 
Utah and Portland. Man, what a surprise. Utah's off to a 9-3 start. Number one seed in the West. Um, let me tell you, they have a bunch of young guys. Colin Sexton, um, Laurie Mark, uh, Mark Hannon, THT. Um, they have a lot of young guys. Jordan Clarkson, I wouldn't consider him young. He's a vet in the league. But they have a lot. Uh, Walker Kessler, the big man. Uh, Vanderbilt that they got in the trade. A lot of young pieces and a lot of good vets. Uh, Rudy Gay still there. Mike Conley still there. Jordan Clarkson considered a vet now. They have a good mix of young talent with vets and a young coach and Will Hardy that has an offensive mind. And here's the key thing, guys, with nothing to lose. This team ain't got nothing to lose. They were expected to tank all year and then trade off players in the middle. They have nothing to lose. So they're out there playing fun with no pressure. That's a dangerous team, man. Uh, scoring the ball at a crazy rate. Dropped 139 on the Lakers last night. Um, this team is just, it's so, I ain't going to lie, it surprised me. They have surprised me with what they've done. Uh, they've been a good team. The big question with them going forward is what do the front office do? Do they continue to try to play well, make the playoffs with this team? Or will they eventually come down to earth and will they tank to try to get Big Vic? We, that's yet to see. That's yet to uh, be known. But what, what will this team do going forward? Will they continue to try to play well or will they tank? Or will they come back to earth? Or will they continue to be a great team? Um, I seem to think that they'll come back down to earth. <laughs> I do, but hey, we're going to see. Because I think they're going to end up trading some of these vets uh, midway through the year when people need some vets. So we'll see what happens. Uh, moving on to Portland. Portland is 7-3. and three. Portland has been very good the last few games without Dame. Dame had that right calf strain, but he's back now. Uh, this Portland team, they play hard. They got that... Um, Chauncey Billups mentality where they're going to play great defense, play you hard. And they got that uh, Damian Lillard mentality where they're not afraid of anything. Um, this team, man, it has been fun to watch. Dame's one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, I picked them not to even get close. I picked them to make the play-in, but not to get to the playoffs. But, man, that's starting to look bad on my end, too. But it's early in the season again, guys. 72 games left. But I love that this Portland team is playing hard. I love that they have that identity of of their coach, this hard-nosed team that's going to play defense and that can score. Uh, Jeremy Grant has been phenomenal. Uh, one of the most underrated players in the NBA. He's been phenomenal for them. Damian Lillard's coming back. He's been on a tear. Uh, before he got hurt, he was on a tear. And Shaden Sharp, their rookie, man, and he can jump. Dude can get up and play. And don't forget about Anfrey Simmons or Simons. He's been phenomenal as a uh, second leading scorer or maybe he's third now behind Grant and uh, Lillard. But that, that trio of Grant, Lillard, and uh, Simons have been phenomenal. Happy for Chauncey Billups. He's one of my favorite players coming up. So, hopefully, they continue to play well. Um, and this is my big question with both of those teams is can they keep it up? Um, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up over the course of the year, but it's going to be interesting to see. Last but not least, Luka Magic. Off to a 6-3 and three start. Luka hasn't scored under 30, <laughs> under 30 points yet. Um, leading the league in scoring at 36.0 points per game. Uh, 8.4 rebounds, 8.3 assists, which is seventh in the league. Um, biggest question is, can he keep this up the whole year? And can he finally win the MVP that everybody says has you know, been claiming him to win over the last few years? I don't know if he'll win. He may end up winning MVP just because he's going to put up them gaudy numbers. And it seems like that's what MVP has become now. It's just if you can put up big-time numbers and your team finish top five, you win MVP. I don't agree with it, but that just seems like what the MVP is now. If you can put up big-time numbers, your team can win 45, 50 plus games. You're going to win MVP. Uh, that just seems like what the, rec the what the award stands for, which drives me nuts. But oh well. Um, 
But can he sustain this the whole year? I don't know if he can sustain this going into the playoffs. Uh, he's shouldering a lot of the burden for this team, uh, scoring-wise. Um, I just I told y'all before, I don't believe in this team because I don't believe they're talented enough. I like Christian Wood, but they need another player. I think they need another all-star player beside um, Luka. I really do. Luka Doncic. I think they need another all-star player beside him uh, to help him score the ball, help take pressure off of him sometimes. But I think the loss of Brunson is going to end up come back to bite him. I really do. So I'm not really – I don't really believe in this team. It's not that I don't believe in Luka. I think Luka is a generational talent. I think Luka is a great top – right now, top five player in the league, maybe top three. But I just think they need more. They don't have enough talent on this team to compete down the stretch. Um, last but not least, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I don't really have much to say about them, but what I will say is – this experiment with Rudy Gobert and Car Anthony Towns ain't working. Um, you saw the clip. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if all y'all saw the clip of Anthony Edwards the other other day. The play obviously wasn't called for him. He literally just stood on the wing and just stood there. Didn't move. Didn't set a pick. Didn't do nothing. Had his hands on the hips and just stood there. They don't look like they're meshing as one. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. I've always liked him, but he don't seem like he fits right now. Uh, Ant Edwards not getting the touches that he wants. Cat and um, Rudy Gobert are, are clogging up the paint. Also, they got Cat on the wing. I just, I, I don't, this experiment with the two big men, it's not working. So I'm um, not saying they got to trade them, but they got to figure something out because right now it's not working with them. Um, and I, I'm not sure if I like this pairing. I like this Minnesota Timberwolves team. I thought last year that they played well. I thought that if they added another piece or two, they would be fine. But I didn't think adding Rudy Gobert, it's just not, it's not working out well. Um, Hopefully they can make the playoffs and hopefully they can right the ship because I really do like Anthony Edwards. I think that he's a very, very good young player. I just hope they figure something out because right now it ain't working. Moving on before we end the show, all things sports power rankings, our first, first edition. Um, coming in at number one, I got the Milwaukee Bucks uh, at number one. Uh, this team has shown that they defensively they're great, offensively they're great, led by Giannis. Number two, I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. They've been playing great basketball, led by Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. And number three, the Phoenix Suns. Can't forget about the Suns. The Suns that flew under the radar so far have been playing great. I still think their championship window is closed. I still think they're not going to win one, but they've been playing good so far. Chris Paul hasn't looked like Chris Paul, but he's 37 years old. So I can, I, I mean, I expect that. But they're sitting at three right now. Denver Nuggets sitting at four. Uh, Jamal Murray has been playing well. Michael Porter Jr. Has been on a tear since they've been back, uh, along with the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. So, have them at four. I have the Utah Jazz at five with a good mix of young talent and vets. I have the Boston Celtics at six, led by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Jaws been on a tear as well at seven. I have the Atlanta Hawks at eight. Uh, Trey and DeJounte Murray have surprised me and been a pretty good backcourt, but I still don't believe in them. At number nine, I have the Dallas Mavericks. Number 10, the Portland Trailblazers. So, those are my power rankings right now. The Bucks at one, Cavs at two, Suns at three, Denver Nuggets at four, Utah Jazz at five, Celtics at six, Grizzlies at seven, Hawks at eight, Mavericks at nine, and the Portland Trail Blazers at 10. Those are my early season power rankings. They're going to change weekly, obviously, because they play so many games. But I think right now those are your top 10 teams right now. Moving on to the MVP rankings, the all-things sports MVP rankings. Um... Right now, it's early. It's way too early, but here, here's my five. Coming in at number five, I have Nikola Jokic. Uh, I've been playing well uh, with the reigning – he's the reigning MVP. Uh, I've been playing well. 
pretty much putting up almost the same type numbers, maybe a little less scoring so he can get Jamal and Michael Porter involved, but he's been great. Coming in at number four, I have Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker has been the driving force for this Phoenix Sun team, putting up over 30 points a game, uh, playing great basketball. Coming in at number three, I have Donovan Mitchell. Uh, again, the Cavs are off to an 8-2 start. Donovan's up to 30 points a game, 31 points a game, playing good defense, playing well, getting everybody involved. Um, and when Garland, if Garland gets down the floor, it's going to do nothing but help him. Coming in at number two, I got Luka Doncic. I think Luka has been – you know, a top three player so far in the league, probably a top two. Him and Giannis have been one and two to me. Um, Luca's leading the league in scoring, giving you eight and eight a game. They're off to a six and three start. And my number one right now is Giannis. Giannis, 31, 12, and five, nine and one record. I mean, this team has been tough. Giannis is hungry. I love that drive that young man has. You know the crazy thing about Giannis that people don't understand? Giannis is only 27. <laughs> he seems like he's been in the league for forever. It's been 10 years. He's only 27 years old. He ain't slowing down no time soon. So Giannis ain't going nowhere. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thanks for listening uh, today. Hope y'all have a good day, evening, night, whenever it is that you're going to listen to this. Um, but those were my power rankings. Those were the MVP rankings. And just some things that I have been looking at and noticing over the league. Be on the lookout for episode number 10 later in the week where we're going to cover some college football. We're going to talk about the World Series. We're going to talk about some NFL, the trade deadline deals, and my rant of the week. So, Again, thanks for all your support. This was the All Things Sports Podcast, the NBA edition, episode number nine, with your guy, JR. Peace out.